Welcome to episode 14 of Roll the Credits Podcast with Aaron and Brian. Uh, on this week's episode, as usual, we'll bring you some news. A uh, very light week in the news category for us uh, with Thanksgiving. Doesn't seem like a, a lot of stuff got released. Um, we will do a few reviews for you. We went and saw Creed 2 last week. Um, and also Brian saw Outlaw King, a new Netflix movie that hit not too long ago. Um, and he will give a review for that. And at the end of the episode, um, since we saw Creed this week or Creed two this week, uh, we will be doing our top five athlete characters from movies. Um, Brian, so how's your uh, Thanksgiving week going for you? Uh, it, it was nice, you know, being able to have off work on fr- on Thursday, and then I had a half day on Friday, so it was it was enjoyable. It just kind of slow down and relax. Yeah, sounds sounds nice. Sounds nice. I wish I could say the same. Uh, <laughs> hey, you chose to work. Yes, the weekend. That is very true. Well, somebody has to get people's Black Friday clothing, Patagonia <laughs> specifically, uh, clothing out to them, uh, and that just happens to be me. So uh, yeah. Um, anyway, to kick off the week here, we got uh, the. F- top kind of news we have is the first official title for birds of prey which we've discussed many times on here sit down now it's a long was, title was very released and it feels a bit like overkill um the official title is birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn <laughs> um if that's not the most ridiculous <laughs> title you've ever heard then i don't know it is 11 words long um, Gosh, it's like they're trying to double up Harry Potter titles. I can't wait to see how this looks on a poster, <laughs> posters, uh, the Blu-ray packaging, stuff like that. Um, I get it from what I read. You know, Harley Quinn is not actually a member of Birds of Prey. That is the other two characters, um, and it also shows that like she is going to be a huge focus of this movie, um, which we kind of figured going in, but. Um, I don't know. It's so long. Um, it's so long. It's I, I yeah. I I'm just gonna keep calling it Birds of Prey because that's just too long of a title for me to continuously say back and forth, especially as much as we update it on here on the podcast. Um, but yeah. it is scheduled for a February seventh, two thousand and twenty release. Um, the title was revealed in a Margot Robbie. Uh, Instagram post with the um, script, which means that they are about to be working on it, and we are ready to go. I'm I'm ready for the movie whenever it comes out. Hopefully everything goes well from here on out. Probably not. It's um, DC. That's true, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, DC has a lot going for it going in, but until this movie comes out, quite a bit going for them. So. Um, we will see uh, obviously my opinion on this will hinge a lot on how aquaman does uh which is uh, has has some good stuff going for it right now uh, supposedly yeah okay whatever some some good talks i don't trust that <laughs> i mean I, it's dc um, so i'm not getting my hopes up at all because i've done that in the past and they, i just i try shattered. not to yeah i try not to trust that stuff too much just like early early screenings like that and i don't know um but yeah anyway too long of a title for me it's 11 words uh uh they couldn't just there's easily like three words in there you could take out well yeah like if you want to keep it one harley quinn why couldn't it just be emancipation of harley quinn exactly fantabulous I don't even know if that's an actual word. I don't think it is. I think they made it up for the title. I mean, I'm, I guess that makes sense, but whatever. <laughs> Birds of Prey. That's what I'm going to keep calling it. Uh, or Birds of Prey with Harley Quinn. Um, anyway, uh, Chris Pratt. Uh, I, I know tons of people are really big fans of his. Um, he, his next possible franchise is something called The Saint. Um, which is a gentle th- a gentleman thief character uh, that dates back to novels and from 1928. Um, the character itself was played in the TV series by Roger Moore before play- he played uh, James Bond. And also, I believe Val Kilmer played the character in like the 90s for something. Um, but they're looking to kind of re- uh, 
re-get that franchise kind of going. And this could be another Chris Pratt franchise. He is obviously in the Jurassic World uh, universe. And that next movie will be coming out in 2021, which I hope doesn't suck as much as this year's did. Uh, <laughs> um, also, the Lego movies, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so yeah, Chris Pratt is all over the place. Um, also his other franchise that cowboy ninja Viking or whatever it was called, um, also is stalled. So right now there's like a two, two year gap, I guess, between, um, things that he was planning on doing. So there's talk that he might join this and that might go in between, um, or at least shooting for it will go in between. Uh, we'll see. I don't know really anything about the character. Um, I have said many times before that Chris Pratt is very, um, either great or not great. Uh, there's not really a middle ground to him for me. Um, you obviously have, you know, the Andy Dwyers, oh, and then fantastic. you have his character in Jurassic World, which I don't care for. Um, so, yeah. Uh, very hit or miss for me, so we'll see what ends up happening with that. Uh, but, yeah. like I said, Gentleman Thief character. Um, I'm so, it's kind of like a Robin Hood, I guess. Like, ro- steal from the rich, gives to the poor. Uh, kind but of not thing. a 12% on Rotten Tomatoes like the new Robin Hood hopefully uh, I've never felt more justified in my life for hating <laughs> a movie before it came out than I did that uh, um, yeah. yeah folks uh, if you're interested in the Robin Hood movie I we can only tell you that I had like a 12% as of last time we saw before recording um, and it's a movie that you had a maybe on I had a definite no the trailer looked horrible for it and yeah it was kind of dependent on the reviews for me um, so it's now a definite no if uh, you don't want to see why it's so bad uh no i'm I'm not gonna pay to see it you know if someone wants to pay me to go see it i'll I'll go see most movies if someone pays for it technically you don't have to pay for it with your amc pass uh but then as long as you're not saying counts as one of my but it doesn't though because then at least you're getting uh one of your three movies out of the way for the week yeah Okay. Uh, uh, anyway, so uh, the Cats musical, which we have discussed uh, several times on this show, um, has got two more castings added to it. Uh, Jason Derulo, uh, pop artist, obviously, name a pop song, and God knows he was probably on it. Um, <laughs> and Rebel Wilson uh, both have joined the Cats musical movie. Uh, quite the ensemble cast going there. Uh, I won't go back over it. I know we've talked about it multiple times and gone through the cast. Um, but neither of these really elevate my interest in this movie. And like I said before, I'm still probably not going to see it uh, mm. unless it gets like 100%. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no. I mean, I think the addition of Rebel Wilson kind of decreases my interest a little bit. I mean, because she's funny at times, but I don't see her fitting into this at all. So it, why not? Um, I I don't know. It it just doesn't seem to fit for me from my perspective. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, in fairness, does Idris Elba really fit? Look, Idris Elba is great <laughs> in whatever he does. So if they want him in the Cats movie, he'll probably be great. Yeah, but I don't know if he's good at singing though that's my only hold back on that you know he has a very a deep calming voice so he probably can sing i don't think that never mind uh i'm not gonna get into the details of how (laughs) singing goes uh but anyway um the possible probably the biggest thing that happened this week uh for anybody out there that is not living under a rock uh we got the teaser trailer dropped during the dallas cowboys game on thursday um the lion king teaser trailer um we finally saw now (laughs) i'm gonna put this out i'm gonna speak this into existence now because i get a lot of crap for it but i never saw the i never saw the original lion king the whole way the whole way through okay i've seen parts of it um I grew up not watching kids' movies. I've been on that plenty of times. Um, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, while kids of her growing up watching The Lion King, I was watching Twister all the time. So, like... That explains sorry. a lot. Um, but, yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> we got the teaser trailer, and 
I'm all in on it. <laughs> I mean, there's not a chance I'm not going to see it. Uh, I will try to get around to seeing the original Lion King here sometime soon. If I, if I ever see it on a streaming platform. Oh, um, prob- probably not, considering how old it is. But it's Disney, too. You know, they're real touchy about where they let their stuff be and whatnot. What does it being older have to do with anything? Uh, because it's a, it's a classic Disney movie. They're not just going to put it out there on Netflix or something because Disney can be stingy like that okay whatever um, I guess I'll just never watch Lion King I'm fine with that um, uh, wrong you have to I think I own it you can borrow it no I'm alright I don't like to borrow people's movies because um, then I don't give them back oh, uh, you're that person it's not a forgetful thing I just choose to keep the movie uh <laughs> Anyway, uh, um, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, if you haven't seen the teaser trailer for this, definitely go out, go out of your way, and check it out. Even if you're like me and never saw it, um, it looks great. The CGI on it looks really it looks fantastic. Beautiful. Like, it looks Disney's out here making Disney's out here making uh, BBC documentaries now on Planet like, Earth and shit. Like that's what it looks like, and, and it's crazy. And obviously, it's the voice so cast realistic. Is, is great. Um, oh, it's a phenomenal voice. Donald cast. Glover, Beyonce, Seth Rogen, John Oliver. Uh, uh, shit, James uh, Earl Jones returning. James, yeah, James Earl Jones in it. Um, you know, uh, it, it's. Dude, we're just blinking, but there's many other great names. Yeah, that are um, with it. Yeah, it's certainly uh, it's certainly going to be interesting. I can't wait to see more uh, official trailers trailer. like that. Oh. Um, it's coming out, I believe, next summer, if I remember correctly. I didn't yeah. actually write down the date on here. But Disney's uh, just going to own 2019. Like I saw, they don't do that every year, though. <laughs> like, True. I mean, like, oh yeah, this is the year they own it. Well, they do every year. I mean, that's just what they I do. Saw, I mean, this is company owns Star Wars and Marvel, like. <laughs> Very true. I saw a tweet somewhere, I forget what it was, but it just listed all the movies that Disney has coming out in 2019. And it's, you know, three Marvel movies, uh, the Star Wars at the end of the year, um, Dumbo remake, which Ugh. I don't I don't think looks entertaining yeah, at all. Yeah, if you've seen the Dumbo like stuff, like it's kind of crazy how Lion King looks great and Dumbo looks horrible. Like, it's, I mean, I, I blame it all on Tim Burton, but whatever. Um. Yeah, and so yeah, the Lion King, and then also and Aladdin, I think is next year as well. I don't know, just a bunch that they're just to take all my money. I mean, yeah, I mean it's gonna be a big year, and they'll have their Disney Plus streaming platform and all that oh, stuff. Frick, so, I even yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, it's, they'll have they'll have quite a time next year, um, for sure. Um, Brian, do you have any uh, news you'd like to add in here? Yeah, uh, an interesting thing that I saw that popped up just this morning or either last night or whatever. Um, it was released that Julie Andrews, for those of you who don't know, like Aaron, Julie Andrews is from, you know, the classic Sound of Music, the original Mary Poppins, very, you know, famous and successful actress, Aaron. She was announced that she has a very... Why don't you just continue your news? <laughs> I am. I am. Uh, has a mysterious has a mystery role in the upcoming Aquaman movie uh, that was described as she will voice the most powerful creature on Earth. Uh, and it's a very pivotal role somehow. Uh, so that'll be interesting. It's also funny because that comes out the same weekend as mary poppins returns which she does not have a cameo in or anything even though dick van dyke the original lead actor in the original mary poppins has a cameo in the new mary poppins she does not she's not in it at all but and i don't know just how this came like last minute that she's a huge pivotal role with about the most powerful creature on earth i don't know it seems interesting that i felt i wanted to include because it caught me out caught me I am going through this Julie Andrews IMDb page right now. There is not a single movie I would ever recognize her in. Like the closest I would get it, like what? Like I'm supposed a Princess to Diaries because those are good movies too. 
Those are classic Disney movies. Literally, Shrek 3 and Shrek 2 are the only movies I think I've ever seen on her entire IMDb page, and I would not know her directly from that because it's just a voice over. You're ridiculous. Oh, I'm sorry that I didn't grow up watching The Princess Diaries. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, I... did you? were you a big fan of Bridget Jones, too? I've uh, never seen it. Why not? Uh, just... Right up your alley, hombre. Not really. I mean, why? What's any? What's the difference between that and and the Princess Diaries? Uh, one Princess Diaries was like peak Disney in like the early two thousands, like peak classic Disney before they reinvented themselves and became the juggernaut that they are now. And that's a classic movie with Anne Hathaway and the sequel. The sequel's not as good, but I don't know. Bridget Jones Diaries. That the fact the first one came out in the late nineties, like you know, I was three when it came out. And that's what interests me. The Princess Diaries has a 52 meta score and a 6.3 user score. Well, that's so clearly, ridiculous. Clearly not a great movie by any stretch False, of the imagination. But okay. Oh, God. All uh, right. Anyway, uh, Brian. She, also, uh, she has an Oscar oh, too, God. Aaron. You know, just to include that in there. Oh God, an Oscar! Wow. And and, and nominated two other ones, but you know, oh, I guess man. that makes her not a good actress. Wow, so many things. Wow, <laughs> so Oscars. Things. Great. Wow, bunch of fucking people in a boardroom saying that this person or this person should do and screw them. Anyway, uh, <sighs> well, let's get into reviews. And because you're having a fun time talking over there, I'll let you do your outlaw king one. Get that out of the way. Okay. Yeah, I'll just get get that out of the way. Uh, it's on Netflix. It just came out uh, three weeks ago or whatever on Netflix. It's Chris. Par- Chris Pine, uh, you know, the lesser known of the main Chris's in the superhero universe. Um, he plays uh, the Scottish royalty of Richard the Bruce, which is an interesting name, but it's basically a story about uh, him going against uh, the King of England and trying to take back Scotland as their homeland, because during this time in the 18th century, England ruled over Scotland, and they he, you know, started an uprise, and he became the outlaw king and to win it back. Um, it was a good movie. It's decent. I don't think there was anything overly above average about it, but nothing that really brought it down that was below average. Um, I love a good Scottish accent, and you know, so and this whole movie takes place in Scotland, so it's just full of Scottish accents. It's great. Um, Chris Pine did a good job. Um, an actress, uh, Florence Pugh. Uh, is in it, who's more of a, she's an up-and-coming actress, uh, starting to be in more stuff. She's in that, uh, A Family Wrestlers movie with Jane, Dwayne Johnson that comes out next year. Uh, Aaron, I know you're interested in that. I think I messed up the title of the name, but, um, Aaron Tyler Johnson is that movie, aka Quicksilver from the MCU, you know, in that brief movie he was in, and, uh, some other decent stuff um no nah, i mean it was good there's a lot of there's cool medieval fight scenes that i always i mean I, I enjoy historical movies and that also have cool fight scenes in them and so seeing that medieval i enjoyed it i mean i gave it a 70 out of 100 so a, an average score um if you include the critics then and everything into our combo score um it comes out to a 68.1 so, you know, kind of in the bottom half of our list, but still an enjoyable movie. If you enjoy historical movies, um, I'd, I'd give it a watch. It was good. Uh, I'm, I'm done now, Aaron, so here you go. All right. Um, sorry, I was napping there. Uh, go ahead. You might as well just continue on with uh, Creed 2 then. Um no, I'll no, no. You, get... you you go first. You, you, go first. <laughs> you really want me to go first on this? Yes, yes, yes. Go okay. Ahead. Um, no problem. So we went and saw Creed 2, like I'd mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, this past week. Um, the If you haven't seen the first Creed movie from 2015, uh, I highly recommend it. Um, this one I ended up giving a 75 out of 100 to, um, an 80.4 if you're a little bit unfamiliar. This one is centered around uh, Adonis Creed, uh, the son of Apollo Creed, um, fighting Victor Drago, who was Ivan Drago's son. 
Um, it is. It's a good movie. Let me put it out there now. It's a good movie, and I definitely enjoyed it. I will definitely purchase that movie. Um, but it weighs way too extreme for me on the sympathy factor the whole way around this entire movie. And I'm not just talking about Creed, but I'm talking about Drago, too. Um, it is just at every turn, it is trying to build a huge baby face, and it just feels so... Ugh, like, I don't need that much uh, sympathy factor in a movie, especially for a character like this, um, who's supposed to be, you know, like a, a heavyweight boxing, you know, superstar. Um, I'm still a little undecided, so I'll put this out here without any spoilers. Um, there's more of a Drago storyline in this movie than I really expected there to be. Um, I would probably say like roughly 20 up to 25% of the movie is, is based around Drago. Um, I'm still a little undecided on where I land with that. Um, whether I really enjoyed it or whether I didn't like it as much. Uh, um, and a lot of that is a sympathy factor that's added in there. Um, I think really weighs down on that. Um, and it lacks a lot of originality, I think, um, because of all that kind of thrown in there um that being said um still it's it's still very fun and exciting i it's just not nearly as good as the original i the original i give a 92 um this one i'm giving a 75 i have gone on record saying that the rocky movies are uh like oh, they're decent they're not i don't think they're as great as some people seem to think they are um but it is what it is. It's an enjoyable movie. I highly recommend it, especially if you saw the first one. Um, Michael B. Jordan is a fantastic actor. He's really taking Hollywood by storm, uh, which he really deserves to. Um, but, yeah, 75 out of 180, uh, an 80.4, I believe, was the combo score we ended up with. Uh, Brian, go ahead and, uh, you know, act like I gave this a 40. Well, Aaron... Let me uh, give some points on here while you're wrong. Um, first off, before we get into Creed, The Rocky is a good movie, and it won Best Picture. So, get into that I don't, you know, ridiculous take <laughs> that you think. Are we really going to sit here and act like winning Best Picture means that it's a great movie? I could literally bring up every winner of the Best Picture and tell you why was it was or was not. There. I'm yeah, and, and there's I'm just a lot, saying a lot that involved that in it because you know Sylvester Stone, he wrote it, he directed, he acted in it. And, I mean, it was it's a fantastic movie, it and it's one of the greatest n- sports movies of all time. I think he's a very good actor, and I can't ever understand anything he says. <laughs> Get cultured, Aaron, and figure out what he's saying. <laughs> Shut up. Continue. <laughs> Shut up. All right, all right. Creed two. I loved it. I thought the it was nerve. <laughs> I thought it was right on par with the first one. Like I, I love the first one as well. I watched it. I rewatched it uh, like two week, weeks ago in preparation for this. Um, it's I. I gave it a ninety out of a hundred. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It, I mean, it is. There's a lot of similarities. Like probably eighty nine percent of the movie has is the same storyline to Rocky Four. If you ever saw that uh, with um, with Drago in that one, but. And, we're not we don't care that they're too similar because it's different in its own unique way how if it will no i I can't get into it without giving spoilers so i won't it's because it's not it's literally the same movie it's not but okay literally the same storyline it's not but i mean like i said it's like 80 and 90 percent the same but not totally the same and that's what i mean by lacks originality it's just follows one code and runs with it the whole way yeah, and the first Creed is a very similar story to the first Rocky, but we loved it anyway because it's different and it's different than it and it's great. Anyway, back to Creed 2. It's Michael B. Jordan does a fantastic job as he has he's I mean, I think he's one of the best actors in Hollywood right now. Um Tessa Thompson uh, does a f- phenomenal job, I believe also as uh Bianca. Um his, you know, Carl love interest, whatever they're a couple. Um, there's a, a good storyline going in there with the rise and fall, and yeah, there's some sympathy stuff in there, Aaron. But I mean, 
it's there's an it's an emotional movie at times you know how the entire movie it is not the entire movie yes it is it's not but (laughs) anyway (laughs) it just you got me caught me off guard you mean not off guard you threw me off my track it's, you know I'm right. No, you're wrong. There's it's a really, lot of it's, important. It's really, <laughs> it's really of, finally hitting you that no, I'm right. <laughs> no, you're not. There's a lot of pivotal, important emotional scenes throughout this movie that just add to the story and not just make it, oh, no sympathy. No, it's good. There's some hard emotion in there that really makes you feel it. Uh, some of the storylines that are thrown in there. Uh, it's great, and what, realizing what some of the things they go through, uh, the different ups and downs in life, it's, I mean, it's great. And it brings back some of the classic music, which adds to the film as it did in the first one. Uh, the boxing scenes, I love. It. The same as in the first Creed. They're so realistic. It's insane. And it's uh, thrilling to watch them. Like, you're on the edge of your seat. You can... And, in the theater, you can hear every audience gasping as one punch is thrown and someone falls to the ground. And I loved it. I mean, I highly recommend it. It's it's in my top ten movies for 2018. It's just take Aaron's 75 with a grain of salt because he doesn't really like the Rocky movie. So I'm gonna just I'll don't end it take there. it with a grain of salt. First of all, a 90 would have put it in the top ten for me not in there doesn't touch any of those movies it fell it's 26th out of 54 movies i've seen this year that's not bad it's a good movie i'm not saying it's not a good movie i never said you said it was bad i'm just saying you know well you make it sound like my 75 is 45 and it's it's way better than Venom. It's way better well, than Jurassic obviously, World. Obviously, we don't need to get into Venom. I but mean, it's not nearly... It's not in the same league as Avengers, Black Panther, First Man, Mission Impossible, Black Klansman, Star is Born, Searching Molly's Game, or Crazy Rich Asians to me. Um, it, it's not in that world. Um, that's it's still a very good say. movie, but I put it more where it's the same as A Quiet Place, The Post, Game Night... Uh, those mm. movies, um, Simple See. Fever, Tomb Raider, like it's in that ballpark, um, but not in that top tier for me. It just isn't. It's it's it's, it's just it's number seven on my list for the year out of fifty nine. Wow, it's the movies around it are you know Searching, A Star Is Born, Molly's Game, Quiet Place, First Man, Mission Impossible, Fallout, like all great movies for the year and it's i believe it's right up there in it so yeah okay well um, i mean i won't fight you on it if you really liked it you really liked it i'm just i just i don't know it's just too much sympathy for me and you yeah fucking, you're not you, a very emotional person Aaron. You, you what do you mean <laughs> i cried at the end of a star is born well yeah that's a <laughs> heart ripping out of your chest ending i mean also i don't want you to sit here and tell me that i'm not an emotional person when i'm pretty sure i've cried at more movies than you have i, I cried I watching know. that beginning thing to incredibles with the little things bow bail or whatever, whatever it was called that was, ridiculous. That was very emotional uh <laughs> a roller coaster is that what that was <laughs> but, but yeah anyway like yeah it's just that's what i think about it um i could have lessened up on that a little bit it didn't help sitting next to you in the theater gasping every time uh michael b jordan takes a rib punch but it is what it is yeah you could hear the ribs cracking it was great I, sound yeah mixing. you were <laughs> i know i could couldn't hear the ribs breaking over you false uh <laughs> Um. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway, anyway guys, so yeah. we both enjoyed it. I more yeah. than Aaron, but we both, I assume, recommend you go see this movie. I mean, it's one of the rare movies this year. I feel that you gave a higher score than I did by that much. Very by that few much. Of them. I think that is uh, a fifteen-point gap is the biggest gap between us. There's, I think, two or three movies that have a fifteen-point gap between us for the year. But yeah, there's not a lot of stuff that has that big of a gap, like. Venom has a 15 point gap. Jurassic World has a 25 point gap. Uh, and that's 
pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much the highest cap in between. We're relatively close on everything. I'm the only one that gave 100 to anything this year. Um, but everything at the top is relatively close, too. Black Klansman was a 15-point swing, too. Um, yeah. Really, 15? Hmm. Yeah, you gave it an 80. I gave it a 95. Uh, yeah. yeah, so. Uh, there you go, yeah. everybody. All right, so yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's that's kind of a weird thing, but yeah, good movie. Definitely goes to check out Creed Two. Um, I definitely still recommend it, regardless of me giving it a ninety or a seventy-five. Um, anyway, to finish our show, uh, we have our top five of the week, and this week we are doing athlete characters in honor of uh, Donis Creed, uh, as played by Michael B. Jordan. Um, as usual, Brian. Uh, well, I'll start off by saying there really isn't. Uh, we're not defining athlete for this or anything in particular like that. Like, it's not, you know, um, we're not going to get real tricky with it, I don't think. Uh, there may be a call out or something. Solely we'll film say. also, because you said you have a television character. Yeah. Um, I have one television in my top five, and I have one television in my uh, just missed category. Um, just missed yeah uh honorable mentions that's the word i'm looking for so as usual brian i will give give it to you to get us kicked off here with your numero five all right my number five top top uh athletes and movies and entertainment uh rudy from the movie rudy um that's just it's a what what a dumb movie oh geez no, we're not getting into this. Anyway, I'm just putting it out there, Rudy sucks. <laughs> like, can we stop acting like that was a good movie? What a hot take! Oh, jeez, now he—he was off sides. <laughs> he played—he played one down, and he was off sides. Oh, anyway, keep going with your dump uh, five or whatever. If, it, if, if, if it's a bad movie, why does it have a seven and a half on IMDb? That's an above average score. <laughs> a lot of Notre Dame fans out there. Uh, and I hate Notre Dame. And I oh it very much enjoyed this movie. Uh, I think Sean Astin did a great job as the main character of Rudy. And the movie as a whole is a very enjoyable football movie. And just... It it hits you right in the feels in the end. With the, no, the chanting of Rudy. Rudy uh, it's great. I love it. Uh, it. You're ridiculous for thinking it sucks. But... <laughs> Go on, you're number five. Uh, my number five. <laughs> uh, first off, my honorable mention is Vince Howard from Friday Night Lights, the TV show, as played by Michael B. Jordan uh, as a quarterback. Um, his best athletic role. Uh, put him put him on the map big time. Uh, number five, though, for me is Cole Trickle uh, in Days of Thunder, as played by Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise nascar driver that's all i'm saying about it i should have figured you'd have a tom cruise character on here go go with your number four i love that movie growing up i haven't seen it well yeah no crap why would you have seen it oh i I thought you'd have some like why haven't you seen this blah 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 kind of thing no i mean it's in terms of sports movies it's not anywhere near the top of well-known so all right, uh, my number four is another football character, uh, Vince Papali and Invincible. No, it was obviously I'm slightly biased because I am an Eagles <laughs> fan, but uh, it's one. It's Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's great, and in almost everything that he acts in, almost. I'm not including Transformers on that list, um, <laughs> but uh, I, I mean I, as an Eagles fan. It was great to see the story of a underdog guy from the streets making the Eagles roster and then having such a big play. Um, it's a very enjoyable story, and it's just uh, I like the character, and Mark Wahlberg did a really good job. So, uh, yeah, I won't I won't deny that. That's that's a good movie. It's fun. Um, number four for me is this is my TV one. This is Tim Reagan's Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Um, Texas Forever, baby. Um, 
God, what a great TV show that was. Uh, one of the very few sports TV shows that's ever been really good. And Tim Riggins is probably the standout character throughout it in terms of the football players. Obviously, Coach Taylor is the highlight of the entire show. But, um, yeah, can't do a top five athlete uh, list without uh, good old Tim Riggins in it. Uh, go ahead. How many seasons of that show? Uh, I want to say five. Five or six. Hmm. Okay. Um... My number three is a character that we brought up earlier, Rocky. As I had stated, Rocky is one of the greatest sports movies of all time, and Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone does an amazing job throughout the movie, not including you know how he wrote it and directed it as well. Uh, but Do it's just like, it's a classic underdog story that everybody <laughs> loves to see a good underdog story, and he. There's a lot of emotion in the movie, and he uh, just, it's a great job, a classic character that is, uh, yeah, uh, my number three. Uh, do you think when he was, like, writing it and he was doing, like, he was making his uh, lines, do you think he just wrote, like, a scribble down, um, knowing that nobody would be able to understand whatever he was saying regardless? Or, uh, no, I do not think, do you he, think did. he So you think he actually wrote words and just didn't know how to say them? I, I do. I do think he actually wrote words. Um, okay. Because it was nominated for Best Screenplay and Best Writing. Um, so obviously people were able to understand and read that. So That doesn't mean that they were they read the screenplay when nominating him for that award. I'm just putting it out there. Uh, number three. Number three for me is Shooter McGavin from Happy Gilmore. Uh, Happy Gilmore is clearly the star of the film, but man, every time Shooter McGavin is on the screen, it is a screen stealer for sure. Um, And the easily outside of Bob Barker being punched in the face, (laughs) like probably like the key to that movie and why it's so funny. Um, he eats pieces of crap for breakfast, man. Oh, Shooter McGavin. That's that's number three for me. Oh, I forgot about top that five movie. Athlete that's, characters. that's a fun movie. Uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah, that's a fun movie. He's a very funny part of it. Uh, my number two on the list is Benny the Jet Rodriguez from The Sandlot. Correct me if I'm wrong. Have you seen The Sandlot? I feel like that's one of the movies you've said before that you haven't seen. I have not. You call yourself a baseball fan. Likely never will. Oh, this is the end of the podcast, guys. Bye. I don't have any interest in watching a bunch of kids play baseball on a field. If I did, I'd watch Bad News Bears, which is quality entertainment. Well, and so is the Sandlot if you ever watch the Sandlot. But no, you're not a. I don't think. I don't think you're a true baseball fan if you've never watched The Sandlot. I'm, look, I'm throwing that out there. Look, I've seen Moneyball. I'm a true baseball <laughs> fan, okay? Yeah, but guys, Moneyball is a great movie. And so uh, is The Sandlot. And it's a great baseball movie about the new age of baseball. And it has Chris Pratt playing Scott Hatterberg And freaking Brad Pitt as Billy Bean. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic movie. <laughs> anyway, Benny the Jet Rodriguez is... The highlight of that movie, um, or actually, I mean, they're all great characters in that movie, uh, but he is a phenomenal baseball player at any position. He's extraordinarily fast, as uh, noted in his nickname, the Jet. Um, oh, is that what that stands for? Yes. I thought it was just a big you would, Jets fan. You, you would know if, you know, you have ever seen it. No, oh, God, sorry. Um he he's a great power hitter he's just he's an all around he's a five tool baseball player and it's he's a great character he goes on to play for the Dodgers then when he grows up it's uh, it's a classic and and this is probably of all the movies that you've given me slack for for not seeing and all the movies I've given you slack for for not seeing this is probably at the top of the list of movies that I just can't see in the grasp that you haven't seen and like you said, probably never will. I it just find a, that ridiculous. Uh, okay, I one day I may get around to it. You act like I don't have a really busy schedule. Hey man, I'm just saying. Uh yeah. There, I mean, there's tons of movies I like to watch, but I just don't, it's I, it's so hard to have time for them. Um, number two for me, I'm gonna go back to uh, 
the NASCAR well here. Uh, I wake up in piss excellence. It's Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. Uh, as much as I kind of hate this movie, uh, because I feel like it somewhat makes a mockery of the sport, at the same time, Somehow. it's so damn entertaining to me. Um, the whole way through. Um, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley when they team up, is it's always excellent. It's so great. Um, and this is one of the highlights there. Um, I, I feel like most people have seen Talladega Nights at this point. I mean, it's I'm pretty sure it's on TBS like every week for the last like six six years or so. Um, you know, I don't know if I ever sat from start to finish to watch it, but I feel like I've seen the entire movie because it's always on TBS. Okay, well, I'll count that, I guess. I won't get on you for that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's one of those movies that, like, you could kind of... You don't really need to watch through the entire thing all in one sitting. You could probably do, like, what you said and kind of grasp it. Um, it's a very simplistic movie. But, yeah, uh, Will Ferrell is hilarious and has a NASCAR oh, yeah. driver who falls down, like, essentially becomes a NASCAR driver as a pit crew member who just kind of hops into a race car at one point, uh, which is ridiculous in itself. Uh, <laughs> and kind of his uh rise back up and it's such a quotable movie the whole way through um so yeah Rick a lot of the movies are yeah especially when they're with john c Riley. they're a great pair they're a hilarious pair i know i mentioned that already thank you you did you did um holmes and watson coming out this december i hope that has decent reviews I don't care what the reviews are. Their their movies together don't have the greatest reviews. I mean, they're decent, but oh yeah, I'm not they're, hoping they're, for you know really f- for a ninety percent out of it. Yeah, I'm just I mean, hoping it stays uh, above forty. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead with your number one. All right, my number one. Is this? Um, my, did you already go over the one that you said that I was going to fight you on? Nope, that's this one. Oh, okay. Oh boy. Um. Because I kind of bent the rules a little bit for this one. Oh God! Of the it's whoever the character was and bend it like Beckham, isn't it? (laughs) No, I've never seen that movie. Oh, Oh. you Um, saw the Princess Diaries, so I assume you saw Bend It. Yeah, classic Disney movie. Anyway, um, so 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 I started kicking and screaming. I don't know if I've ever watched another soccer movie. Huh? I don't know. Anyway, uh. My number one for the list. When we when you told me the idea for a top five athlete characters, uh, immediately the number one name that popped in my head was Pablo Sanchez. Now, you're probably gonna give me slack because Pablo Sanchez has is not a movie character, nor is he a TV character, but he is from the classic video games of the backyard sports sagas. Backyard baseball, backyard basketball, backyard football all the classic backyard games that we play on our desktop computers. He is an all-around great athlete in every single sport that he plays, and you wanted him to be your number one pick. Pablo Sanchez is the GOAT in every single sport, and I had to include him on this list. So, not only did I include him on the list, I made a number one because Pablo Sanchez is the GOAT. There you go. You can. You what can. the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I told you I bent the rules a little bit, but I had to include him. So. Okay. Well, now that I know that we're a video game podcast as well, I'll start to make uh, notes for video games um, going forward. We're not. Um, I bent the rules. But you literally just picked a video game character. Yeah, I'm not an even enter- entertainment I'm, character. So this is a video game podcast now. No, I never said that. And see, that's why I told you you're going to fight me on it, but I stand by my Yes, because it list. is a movie and TV podcast, and you picked a video game character for this. And now you're telling me it's not a video game podcast, even though you literally just picked a video game character for well, this, your top five movie TV characters. This isn't a solely movie podcast or a solely TV. It's a film and television and entertainment podcast. Uh and so okay, I no, felt that you know what? Uh, that's fine. That's fine. I will make note of that for future episodes. Um, <laughs> anyway, my number one. Uh, you, you're gonna come at me for not being a baseball fan, and you didn't have this person on your list. 
Wild Thing. Rick Vaughn, Wild Thing, Major League, played by Charlie Sheen. The greatest athlete character in any movie or TV series of all time. Absolute classic. Uh, Major League is probably the best baseball movie of all time, at least solely around baseball um, and not analytics of baseball. Uh, yeah, Rick Vaughn. The fact that you didn't have him on your list makes me question if you're actually a baseball fan. So, False. yeah, that's what it is. Uh, sorry, hombre. Um, yeah, so I will end it there with Rick Vaughn uh, from Major League Wild Thing. Um, absolute classic. Um, it is a classic. Uh, unlike... Brian here. I respect all of our listeners who tune in for movie and TV stuff and not crap, uh, not video games from back <sighs> here, baseball fucking 2000 or whatever. Um, yeah, so uh, I will make note of that going forward, everybody. Uh, <laughs> I'll make sure maybe we start getting some video game news in here and some more other enter- entertainment stuff. But, oh, jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, any final words there, Brian? Uh, since you decided to crap all over the uh, the rules there. Like I said, I mean, this one time I'm, I bent the rules to include the goat. Um, it, it, I'm not probably going to include video game characters again because this really isn't a video game podcast. But it is. It's, it's not. It's an entertainment it podcast that yeah. revolves solely, mostly around movies and television. Um, it's now a video but, game podcast, and I'm gonna have a WWE section in here probably going forward. You talk about WWE basically every week, and I so what's I've talked about it twice. It's I didn't even twice, talk about that page movie. Look, I hey, I brought it up. You're the one who chose not to talk about it. I before I'm gonna wait for it a little bit. I talked right. about it twice, and that was only because it had to do with, you know, movie news. Yeah. It's, yeah, there you go. I mean, I don't know what to say. You know what, and everybody? One dude have... fighting cancer. So, I don't know. A little respect on the thread here, old boy. I, I won't even continue. <laughs> you know what, everybody? Have a great week. Enjoy this last week of November. As yep. next week is December, the final month of the year. Everyone have a great week. Uh, tell Brian he's an idiot for deciding to pick a video game character. And. Uh, being a big fan of the Princess Diaries for some reason. <laughs> it's a classic Disney movie. Shut up. No, it is not. Uh, yeah, so anyway, anyway, a little shorter episode this week, guys. Uh, hope everybody has a great week. Um, I think we're going to see Wreck-It Ralph 2 or Ralph Breaks the Internet, whatever it's called, uh, this week. Maybe something else. There was another movie on our list. Uh... Well, front runner not actually in theaters yet around us. So, yeah, uh, we'll probably get around to uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet this week and have that for you guys on uh, next week's episode. Um, yeah, anyway, you guys know where to find us on Facebook, World Credits Podcast, on Twitter, at Roll underscore Credits Pod. Um, as always, every week we'll be dropping our combo scores after the, the next day after the movies. Um, so you'll get to see that. Uh you know give us five stars or wherever you're listening to us and a subscribe that way you can stay up to date with all of our episodes when they drop uh for your big monday commute to work um make it a little easier on you maybe um anyway have a fun week at the movies everybody uh any final words there brian nope enjoy a week everyone all right see ya
Yeah.